So I'm sure some fans are probably wondering, or have been wondering, um, why it took so long for, you know, during its animated run, you know, why it took so long for the writing staff, you know, to pretty much really put a lot more emphasis, a lot more focus on Sparity, basically Spike and Rarity in My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. And that is pretty much a very good question. I mean, we knew that the whole Sparity thing started back with episode one when Spike first saw her and went completely scales over heels for her. And then, of course, the admission to the friends in season one that he had a crush on her and then his admittance to her in season two, which she pretty much silenced him with a hoof by having tears in her eyes, smiling, basically acknowledging that she already knew, which I think kind of gave it away at the beginning of the Secret of My Excess episode that I think she knew. Uh, no matter what the situation. And then, of course, the way she stand, stood up for him uh, in Dragon Quest or towards the end of Dragon Quest, if you will. And then the moments we would get later on afterwards and in Season 3 and 4 and 5. You know, and, and those moments were, you know, here and there. There's no doubt about it. And somewhat in Season 6 as well. And, you know, pretty basically between, you know, mid-portion of Season 3 and up to about Season 7 or mid-portion of Season 7... You know, we got those moments, and we got some moments in, in the movie as well. But it wouldn't be until basically about season 8 and then season 9 that we'd really start seeing more of an emphasis on it. And then you add in Best Gift Ever, and it really, you know, gets a lot of people wondering why it took so long to kind of put a refocus on, on the ship and everything between these two. And I think, honestly, the reason that probably took a while for them to do that, just my own point of view is because they knew the show was coming to an end. You know, we know that with any show, you know, that gets, you know, greenlit for more seasons, that eventually they're going to get the notice that one of those seasons they're greenlit, is, you know, greenlit for is going to be the last season. And I think, honestly, when, you know, they were told that season nine would be it, and this was around the time, I think, they were transitioning from Megan McCarthy to Nicole Dubuque, that they decided that one of the things they should kind of put some emphasis on, some focus on, is the Sparity ship. Because I'm sure that the writing staff, when they would appear, members of them, if not all of them, would uh, appear at conventions like BabsCon or BronyCon or Everfree Northeast or wherever, that they would probably get asked a lot of questions about Sparity, about Spike and Rarity. I mean, one notably was done, I think, at a BabsCon back in, what, 2014, 2015 or something like that? So there's a you know they obviously had a lot of fans wondering about the future of this of this pairing, so they decided you know what, from my own personal opinion and point of view I think, you know they decided that come the final seasons they were going to address this, and I think Nicole Dubuque taking over no offense to Megan McCarthy because she did throw some things in here you know in there here and there even though she wasn't the biggest fan or supporter of the ship you know she still threw in some moments here and there. It wouldn't be until Nicole Dubuque, ironically, uh, took over that we started seeing more of an emphasis. And I think it's because Nicole Dubuque, uh, being a fan herself in a way, kind of you know saw what the fans were asking for, wanted to see, especially towards the end of the show, and gave the writers like you know Josh Haber, uh, Jim Miller. Well, Jim Miller was initially a writer, but he was well, he was a writer, but Haber, Miller, herself, and anybody else. Um, the, the lady writers, as they're called, Jul I think it was her name, Julie and Christine, she pretty much gave them the okay to 
come up with any kind of story, plot point, or scenario that could work within the continuity of that season as well as in the show overall. And I'm sure they all kind of agreed that, hey, maybe we should, you know, address the disparity situation as best we can. You know, put some emphasis on it. You know, wrap it up with a happy little bow. And that's what I think happened. I think when Nicole came on board, and I'm pretty sure Megan was aware of this as well. Because, I, we again, we saw parts of it in the movie. But we got to remember, the movie, when it started to go into script, you know, go into pre-production, script-wise, animation-wise, and all that. It was during, basically, season four, five, and I think even six, that they were wrapping things up. That it was in the works, and they were wrapping things up. And I think Megan pretty much knew that if this movie was going to potentially take place in during a season or something like that down the line, that not only did it have to coincide with that season, but she had to touch upon a few things here and there. And that's why we saw the some spike in rarity moments in there uh, as well. But we, again, they were far and in between, if you catch my drift. And it wouldn't be, like I said, until later on, ironically, when Nicole took over, that we'd see more of an emphasis. And we did. You know, as soon as Nicole got her cue, like I said, I think she gave the okay for everybody to come up with any story ideas and, you know, character development situations uh, for the uh, final seasons uh, that they were going to be uh, writing the stories for that would, you know, tie in with the continuity of the show as well as the continuity of the season. And obviously they came, a lot of them, like I said, came up with the you know, idea to focus on, at times, the Spike and Rarity deal and, you know, slowly ease the established audience that's been there since the beginning back into it, as well as, you know, ease the newer audience that, you know, just started to get into it in the past several years, like, let's say, myself, or some people that started just getting into it towards the end, you know, they decided to, you know, use, you know, those later seasons to slowly ease them into, you know, what this romance was about and basically give them an idea as to, you know, maybe how far reaching this goes and which is why I think a lot of the earlier episodes that you follow, that you find on Netflix got a lot of views, especially let's say Secret of My Excess, Dragon Quest, uh, and a few others that kind of, you know, had that relationship, you know, folk you know, not focused on but kind of mentioned, acknowledged, you know, you know, things like that. And focused on as well, especially as early as Secret of My Excess aired. Or Secret of My Excess I should say. So, obviously, I think, you know, they realized, again, going into the final seasons, that they needed to, you know, focus on this because, you know, these final seasons obviously wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for the fan base, you know, supporting the show as much as they did. You know, and making it as popular and making it a pop culture phenomenon that it would become. So, they knew they had to focus on a lot of questions. They had to answer a lot of things. You know, Scootaloo's parents, they had to answer that question. You know, Applejack's parents, they had to answer that. They had to, you know, you know, look, try to answer and focus on, try to answer and, you know, try to answer this and try to answer that. And, you know, they tried to do their best in story. And one of them, again, obviously was Spike and Rarity, which is why they waited, I think, towards the end of the se series. Because they knew after that, you know, they wouldn't have to really worry that much about the, about the uh, romance, the crush, the love, the ship, if you will, as much you know, as they, you know, thought they would be worrying about it during that time frame. Little did they know when Pony Life came about, fans would still want to see it, you know, just as much. And, you know, they, we ended up getting some moments in there as well. Uh, all because of the fact that Pony Life was just, to me, an extension 
you know, alternate universe extension of Friendship is Magic uh, to kind of get us ready as a transition towards G5. Um, but yeah, to me, I think honestly the reason they, they started focusing on that is because they knew going into the final seasons they had to give the fans something, some kind of an answer, which is why, you know, we got what we did uh, with Spike, you know, reading off this poem he wrote for Rarity to Discord to give him an example of what Hearts and Hoofs Day, their equivalent of Valentine's Day, was about. And then what we got with Meltdown, then what we got with uh, Best Gift Ever, you know, things like that. What we got with Dragon Dropped, and then the moments here and there, if you will. Uh, as well, like Rarity basically being the one that goes up to Spike while he's choking on a message because magic is disappearing and she has to hurt, put a hoof down on him to get him to spit the magic out. Or the fact that she's the one out of the main six that runs towards Spike when he gets caught up in that tree that's about to be eaten by the, the giant tortoise. And then the fact that you pair him up in sun, uh, what is it? Uh, Sunset Setback or whatever it is. It, these are just, like I say, prime examples of the fact that to me, what the writing staff was doing was trying to give the fans what they wanted and uh, the real to me the real cherry on top of all that was what we got with best gift ever and somewhat what we got with dragon dropped even though some people feel like you know that wasn't rarity's best outing especially for the final sparity focused episode but uh, again going back to what del walsonator uh, william uh, thespio if you will said in his collab review at voice of reason uh Basically, you know, it's you know the way Rarity was was reacting was you know to Spike hanging out with Gabby was basically the equivalent of Rarity finding out he was cheating on her with another woman. That's basically what it was, but it was done in a very subtle way. Like you know, you knew what the episode was trying to send the message about, especially at the end, if you will. But it was done in a very subtle way to where it's like, yeah, you know, we uh, we know what we're saying. But we're not trying to say it in such a way that it makes it so obvious, if you know what I mean. Uh, and then, of course, you get the moment in uh, the end of the the ending of the end with her protecting Spike, and then him trying to protect her, and them working together briefly against Crystalis. It's you know, it's just you know those kind of moments that I think obviously the writing staff knew that they had to put in there, and they had an episodic wise they had to focus on. Because this was the last, these were these were the last seasons uh, for the show from an animation perspective. So, to me, that's why we ended up, you know, getting more emphasis, more focus in the later seasons of the Spike and Rarity Sparity uh, ship, and then we kind of got somewhat in Pony Life as well. Now, the obvious question is: Will we have any acknowledgement, you know, in G Five of, you know, maybe some kind of you know, historic significance that ties ties in the fact that maybe they officially did get together? We don't know. Uh, because obviously they're not going to be in the show. I mean, only probably in flashbacks and mentioning and, of course, figure-wise. Uh, but or As well as in the movie. We know we that's the only way we're going to see them. Like I said, it's probably in flashback, mentioning, and figure-wise you know, is when it comes to the movie and eventually the show. But... You know, whether or not we get an acknowledgement of them being together or getting together in some way, we'll have to see. And, you know, honestly, I'd be glad to see her something. You know, I'd be glad to hear that, hey, you know, you know, it, to tie in with the whole, you know, species being to get different species of any kind, pony kind, if you will, whatever. You know, give an example of any species, you know, being together, being friends together, if not more. 
you know, if one of those examples they give is, you know, the legendary rarity getting together with the legendary spike, that'd be something for a lot of fans as well, but we'll see. But to me, honestly, in closing, this is why I think we got more emphasis uh, with towards disparity ship in the later seasons of the animated series of MLP FIM because of the fact that they knew it was the end and they knew these would be the seasons that would be more towards, um, as to quote Josh Scorcher in his review of Fame and Misfortune, more pandering, more giving to the fan base than what we had had previously. But what do you guys think? What are your thoughts on what I had to say? Do you think that might have been the case? Let me know down below in the comments as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Check out my Teespring store. Love to hear from each and every one of you. And I am out.